0: You she? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon.
1: This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone
0: who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge, because girls don't play girls games. Don't play games.
1: Geek Hearing is working to bring female-identifying geeks into their prime, to be the role models, dreams, and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi! Hi! My name is Monica, Woo! and with me today, this week again, is my lovely, amazing, hilarious, glorious, Marvel fan-girling, badass co-host, Amanda. Woo! Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You're
0: so right. Everything you said there, it's all the truth. Thanks. Anytime. So how you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks. How are you?
1: It's great on the other side of the Avengers spoiler wall. Let's just say that. Uh, that's all it is these days. It's just avoiding spoilers. You it, know, if it's not Avengers, it's Game of Thrones. like Or something else. I feel this year is very rough for us geeks. It, it really, truly is. Like, I can't recall feeling that avoidant about anything in the last couple of years. No. And this year about <laughs> almost everything. I know, I'm like,
0: I just, I I, I can't go on the internet. The internet is a dangerous place.
1: (laughs) It is very dangerous. I mean, we had Captain Marvel last month, then obviously, like now every week is, (laughs) avoid spoilers week with Game of Thrones. Now Avengers, Endgame, pretty much there's nothing for us out there to... I don't know. There is nowhere safe
0: except being on the other side of watching these things.
1: Oh, yeah, that is very true. Mm-hmm. I'm still in landmine territory because I haven't seen this week's Game of Thrones. So it's still scary. Yeah. Like I, I was saying to you just
0: before the call, I went on Twitter um, and I am post watching Game of Thrones. And I went on Twitter and like I wasn't even like just my trending topics, even though I have. Like every word to do with Game of Thrones muted. It was just like spoiler territory even in my notification like not even like the trending topics, right? I was just like
1: shit. I wonder <laughs> if this actually works, even though you un you muted Game of Thrones, but is the algorithm if that could be aware that the trending topic is still Game of Thrones or stuff? I don't know,
0: but I would hate to be. Um anyone who hasn't seen yet who doesn't want to be spoiled because it takes literally one
1: click for the ending to be spoiled jesus christ man (sighs) i then i was just fortunate this morning because i was on twitter this morning and then went to work and so basically i didn't look into it until now so i'm glad that i didn't like stumble across all these trending topics it's more difficult on mobile i guess
0: yeah, it, it is. That's what I said to Tom, uh, that it, it's more difficult to accidentally stumble on the trending topics on mobile because it, it's not there. You have to actually swipe to it. Whereas on desktop, it's literally like yeah. trending topics are right up the side.
1: Yeah, man. That was just some asses you were, luck then. You were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> the early morning laziness, or let's just call it that.
0: Yeah. So, this is actually quite a good time, um, maybe since we're talking about spoilers already, to say that this episode of Caring is
1: probably going to be one massive spoiler. Yeah, honestly, I was thinking if there is something we could talk about before sending the people off, but o- I can't think of anything. Besides, I can't think it think of was a thing. the best. Was was perfect. Such a great movie. Everyone should watch it, and you will be very glad you did. But other I than that.
0: <laughs> Other than that, seriously. Yeah. So I guess we should just come out and say that today on Geek Caring, we're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame, and by talking, I mean we are going to be fangirling and feministing and so much ing. Oh yeah, and spoilers, all the spoilers.
1: Yeah, because really, you can't discuss a single topic about it without spoilers. I really don't admire all the actors who go on these PR trips and can't say shit. I know. Because this time you really can't say a word. No, besides watch the movie. (laughs) Well, what do we know? (laughs) The Black Widow is there, Hawkeye is there, all the people you saw in the trailer, they're all there. (laughs)
0: Unless you didn't watch the trailer and then you don't know who's there.
1: But well, you know who wasn't Thanos in Infinity War, so I assume you're wondering.
0: That's it. That's it. We're heading into spoiler territory. Like, if you don't want to hear it, eh, just, like, mute this episode or go watch it.
1: And then come back and listen. Thanks for tuning in this week, then. (laughs) You're awesome. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay, you've been warned. Now it's time to lift the veil. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, that movie.
0: That movie was... (sighs) All the feels. All the feels. And can I just say... And I'm super excited for this, and and really proud of myself, and that's why I need to bring it up on, like, our podcast, so it is recorded in history forever. Yeah. I didn't have to go pee for the entire film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, I was already wondering, and we didn't talk about it, and I'm like... I wonder if she made it or not I know that I had the thought but I still haven't asked you about it so I really want to give you this right now because that's freaking amazing it thank you thank I can't you. even we had a 10 minute break and I didn't know that there was one and I was already bef- around the 10 minute break I was like hmm I kind of feel I would need to pee but I'm I can I can hold it out until the end. So, and but then there was a break, so I did. (laughs) So I'm like, "Ah, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I admire your bladder and you. You did a great job, woman. I it was actually
0: probably really unhealthy because I severely dehydrated myself for it. So, well, I think it's right. don't know. I have
1: to pee like all the time, it is very, very true. (laughs) Like, all the time is legit true. Considering she sometimes needs to stop the episode to go pee. And <laughs> so it is it is a thing, it is an issue. I mean, I don't mind, but the fact of the matter is this woman has a lot to get rid of.
0: <laughs> so <Yep>. it's actually <laughs> and really now that everybody knows way too much about my bladder habits,
1: <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So what to talk about first? I don't know, man. I already, so let's start off with the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Yeah, because it starts out with Hawkeye being with his family, and then basically all of them were thanos And that was so sad. It was so sad, but I already had a feeling. I thought after, at least I think I thought after the trailers, when I saw him, I thought, every one of your family is gone, everyone. So that was just a confirmation, really. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Just as an aside, after watching Endgame, and like obviously I've seen all of the marvels, um, I am in love with Jeremy Renner lately. I just Are think you? like I feel like he just he seems like one of these like super, super genuine people, like both in and out of character. Like he just seems like a really nice guy. You feel? I just get that impression. I don't know. I don't know if but I, then he got promoted to my MVP. I don't know. He. I also had that those feels about Chris Pratt.
1: And then I well, I well. And then that ended as it ended. Yeah. Which is sad. It's pretty sad. So I don't actually want anybody to
0: destroy my worldview of Jeremy Renner right now. Because he's up there. Yeah. He's really. He's up there. I mean, like, I don't want to bang him. I just think he's a genuinely awesome
1: human being. And I don't want anybody to destroy that on me. Well, I get that. But that doesn't mean that. I didn't want to ban Chris Pratt but I'm like I was a genuine it's a difficult word (laughs) I really (laughs) (laughs) like I really like the humoristic uh, part of Chris Pratt and that made me really like him not bang Mm -hmm. him but really like him and now I feel like that's gone I mean I still like very much like the Marvel movies, but uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, they're still one of my favorites. But, yeah, he lost his charm on me after you told me that he's, well, might not be the nicest person on the planet. But Sorry. But he married <laughs> a Schwarzenegger. You know. Schwar- but he's going to marry a Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. That's happening, isn't it? Yeah, it's happening. Interesting. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yeah, back to the film. Back to the film. So, what it continues with is, as we saw at the end of Infinity War, and at the end of, well, at the end of Infinity War, let's just say there, they're calling Captain Marvel and she arrives! Yay! Which was Yay. exciting. But that series basically was, like, that part of the movie, for me, was already spoiled by the trailer. Because that was about it, wasn't it? What do you mean? She was there and nothing happened.
0: Hmm. Yeah, like, yes, let's just get right in here to Captain Marvel. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, Monica and I have seen Captain Marvel, and obviously it was one of the greatest movies in the world. And obviously, Carol Danvers is awesome. The best. But if you were to judge Captain Marvel's character based on her appearance in Endgame... I think you wouldn't like her. Yeah, I really think you wouldn't like her at all. Like, I f- really feel like you need to see and appreciate the, the her standalone film, like Captain Marvel, yeah. in order to get any sense of who she is. Because she kind of comes off as, like,
1: this sarcastic savior. Kind of an ass. Yeah. Now thinking about it, kind of an ass. Like, they're all trying to save the world. And she's very condescending by telling them that, well, she has to save all the other worlds as well. And you can't really argument with that, but you're still unhappy that she can't come save them, you know?
0: But, like, knowing from Captain Marvel what her humor is, and that she just kind of, like, knowing her backstory, I get it. Like, I get what what she's about. I just feel like if you don't, and you hadn't watched that, which I know, like, a lot of people haven't seen Captain Marvel because uh, it's a feminist movie and so they haven't seen her in action and gotten to know, like, who she is, even on, a like, a superficial level. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, missed opportunity. I don't think that she was represented very well in this film. I agree and that
1: I'm only aware of that now that you mention it, really, that she wasn't actually very likable in the movie. No. And for me, I she was likable because I saw the movie, right? So I'm like, exactly. yay, look, there she is! And I'm like, I'm like cheering with myself that how awesome Carol Danvers is but if I hadn't had seen the movie I probably wouldn't have liked her yeah
0: totally agree and I recall that there were
1: two guys before uh, before I went into the cinema basically who were also going to watch Avengers and I overheard their conversation about how they haven't seen Captain Marvel blah 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 and two dudes and stuff and I'm like that was already like you have missed the best movie ever and then I'm They probably didn't enjoy her much. Yeah, and that wasn't really. She didn't have a proper relationship with any one of the Avengers, which is sad. Yeah, I felt like she wasn't in the movie enough for one thing. Like she just kind
0: of came in, saved like Tony Stark, and then saved or like crashed through Thanos' ship at the end, and like that's it. That was basically all the Captain Marvel. And it was like, okay, so any other scene, she was just kind of a jerk. And yeah. you didn't see her. Like, she was just non-existent for most of the film. And that... I I just... I think we should have had more
1: Carol. I gen- generally think we had quite the sausage fist until yeah. very far in the movie. Yeah.
0: Which... I mean, I know, like, most of the
1: Avengers are guys, but... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> was it... So, who was still alive after Thanos? Like Widow, obviously. What did you say sorry? Who was still alive um after Infinity War who didn't get Thanos from uh, female superhero wise. Okay. I was like th- that's a really quite a, an extensive,
0: extensive list. No no no. <laughs> okay. Okay, we've got Captain Marvel, Black Widow. What said it then? Um the one from Black Panther who I can't remember her
1: name. Uh, Shuri? No, Shuri wasn't she? Shuri? No, not wasn't the Shuri. Okoye? It was, yeah. True, Okoya was there, and Pepper Potts was there as well. Pepper Potts. Which, to be honest, she had an Iron Woman suit. Mm. I kind of... That's awesome. I kind of wasn't aware, were you? I wasn't sure if I missed something. No, I don't think I knew that. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure... Maybe I did. I don't know. I was thinking about that. If he gave her one after she was a super mutant person... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't I didn't remember. Yeah. So well but that me but considering we didn't see anything from Okoye really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like in one
0: scene and that was it.
1: Which is sad. Mm-hmm. The movie starts with right after everybody has been Thanos'. Then they call Captain Marvel. Then Carol comes, and then she tries to kill Thanos so everybody goes with her and they try to kill Thanos uh, and get his glove and all the infinity stones to then figure out that he destroyed the infinity stones um, so that they can't well turn back time or something or snap and bring everybody back and so they couldn't do anything besides Thor decapitating Thanos at that time and then suddenly we're five years later how did you find that interesting uh huh.
0: Um, like I totally get it story wise, but at the same time, I'm like, "But what happened during
1: those five years?" <laughs> yeah, it took. It did take me by surprise. I have to say, I'm mm-hmm. like, "What? Five years later?" I didn't didn't see that one coming even though people wrote a lot about it like Black Widow's hair gives us insights about the timeline of the movie and I'm like what the fuck are you even talking about and then suddenly I'm like ah now it makes sense (laughs) Hmm. but yeah what happened during the five years I feel that's I mean we did get some small insights but I don't know How weird must it have been for Ant-Man, though? Like, coming
0: out of his time warp portal, nanomillimeters, uh, whatever world he was in, and being like... (laughs) (laughs) I was gone for, like, five seconds. What the hell? Also, did he age at all? No, because for him it was, like, five seconds. Like, it it wasn't five
1: years. It was such a short amount of time for him. And now I have to throw in there... That Paul Rudd is my new MVP. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I really didn't enjoy the Ant-Man movie that much. Really? It was one of my favorites. I know that you and Tom really like it, but I'm like, ah, didn't feel that one. I don't know if it was the ants or something. I always really liked Paul Rudd as as a character. It's like the contrary with Captain Marvel, where I like the character and... No, it's not the contrary. I like the character and the, like the movie, but now I like the character and I didn't like the movie. Hmm. But I, but I really, which I find sad because I really like Paul Rudd and he's just he's just so cool and also I I just like him. He's my new favorite person.
0: Yeah, Paul Rudd is amazing. Just as an aside, have you ever seen the YouTube compilation of him uh, pranking Conan O'Brien? On his nope. uh, no, no, um, it's I don't even remember what the film is called. But I'll I'll find it. And I'll put it in the show notes because everybody needs to watch this compilation because it's hilarious. He just keeps like continuously pranking him on every single time he comes on a show with a clip from the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch and that later. It's gonna like come to me in a really stupid time during the show, and I'm gonna be like, "This is what the movie is called," but right now I can't remember. <laughs> but it's amazing and it, it just
1: endears me to Paul Road even more. Oh he's he's I like him. I think there were so many small things in the movie that really were hilarious. Like when they land, when when he was sitting outside of the Avengers headquarters eating his taco thing, <laughs> filling it up like, super, super smoothly, making the best little taco that he can have. Then a plane lands and his entire taco is destroyed.
0: <laughs> I laughed really like, hard.
1: That was so great. And then Nebula walks past him and says that there is an idiot sitting outside. <laughs> that was just so good. I really enjoyed that. I yeah. really like Nebula's character.
0: Um, Like, her forever but just her growth as a character in this film which has obviously been coming um, over the past few films but this one just and then like the the juxtaposition of good Nebula versus bad Nebula mm-hmm. like when they went face to face and like you don't need to be this and she's like no but I do and oh I, I, I loved Nebula
1: yeah I always had the fear that it was all just show I never really trusted her as a as a good person, I say. Mm. Which is sad, thinking of it like that now, but I don't know. She she didn't make it into my MVP list.
0: No, I don't think she's in my MVP list, but I genuinely
1: think she's pretty rad. I think I have to look up who the actress is for that, because I don't Karen thi- Gillen. Doesn't ring a bell. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody kill me now or something, I don't know.
0: Um, okay, she was a Doctor Who companion. Okay, she is in Jumanji with The Rock.
1: The redhead. What head? Yes. Wow.
0: Okay, there we go. Ball drops. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And she wore a pretty epic dress to the red carpet premiere. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look that one up. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like I can't even describe it. You just need to look it up. Everybody, look it up. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Next person, what else do we want to talk about?
0: Well, Monica, I feel like there's something that you really want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Something I
1: really want to talk about? Well, how about we talk about Fat Thor? (laughs) Fat Thor happened. Fat Thor happened. Honestly, I saw it and I had to laugh. (laughs) And I really found the entire thing funny up until this morning. Until I read an article from the Mary Sue who gave me a lot of thoughts about that. And now I still find it funny, but I also see the problem with Fat Thor. Let's just say that.
0: I think that maybe I'm in like a minority camp because I didn't find Fat Thor funny. The only thing that I found funny, which is not nice of me, is that I was worried and also wished that I could see your face when he came on the screen. (laughs) But I didn't find Fat Thor I can't, that's hard to say. I didn't find Thor's appearance actually funny. I was, I felt really sad. Because it was exaggerated constantly? I, to, I even asked Tom, like, before you shared that article with me, and I'm like, I didn't really see his appearance as a joke. Like, it was, obviously it was trying to be, I, I don't even know if it was, like, being portrayed as as a joke as humor like i just thought like this is a dude who is having a really hard time dealing with all the
1: shit that has happened in his life and he needs a lot of help you didn't feel his entire appearance in the movie as humorous or even even if you didn't find it funny you didn't feel that they put it like that to make fun out of him that was never something that even crossed my mind really
0: and I'm trying to think, like his first appearance. I'm not even sure if, like, I don't think I laughed, but you must have noticed that the cinema laughed. I am trying to think. I don't even. My cinema was very quiet. Tom okay. and I were pretty much the only people that were laughing, and it was pretty full. But we, I don't re- remember laughing at like at Thor's, Thor's appearance. I just was like, oh, I, I did. I assumed that he was going to be like drunk or reclusive, which I mean, he was both. But like, I don't, I don't know, but. I didn't get the impression, like, I didn't get the the humor in that. Just the, the whole time, I didn't really see the, like, the Fat Thor as a humorous thing. I kind of, like, I totally see where the Mary Sue article is coming from. But at the same time, I, I disagreed with a lot of it. Because that's not how I interpreted that.
1: So basically, to fill the listeners in, the Mary Sue article states that by making fun out of Fat Thor... Uh, in the movie, Marvel didn't really address mental health issues. They contributed to um, fat phobia and fat shaming by making ridiculing him constantly, and that they could have done a way better job to portray how that him having gained weight is not the the issue that they made it look like, and in general dealing with PTSD and and depression and stuff like this that they haven't done a great job with that so that's basically what the article says but we can also link it in the show notes so you can read in depth about this i recall that my cinema did laugh a lot and i personally did laugh a lot because thor was constantly portrayed in the other movies as like this god which he obviously is right (laughs) but also in um, Infinity War, where they constantly make fun out of how pretty he is, and also he's the person who gets most undressed in like all of the movies, so no you you don't see anybody else as much topless as you do Chris Hemsworth, which don't get me wrong I really approve of. For me it they did set it up as a big big fat joke, haha. <laughs> My entire movie did laugh and I laughed as well. Because of the fact that he was this well, God, with the perfect abs and the most worked out body in the entire Marvel Universe, I guess. And I feel by the way everybody else reacted to this, they made it even more humorous or tried to make it more humorous. Because he, first of all, everybody else in the, I feel they made him a joke, because I He already turned into this humorous character around Ragnarok, right? So he had the first two movies where he was descending from being a douche to somewhat being a normal kind of person. Then going into Ragnarok, he was really just... This movie was just freaking hilarious. So he he really jumped on that character progression line there where he he became that that pretty fun person, (laughs) let's just say. And in that movie, I feel they just made him incohesive, ridiculous, and nobody took him seriously at all. And that was a combination of, well, him gaining weight, playing video games, becoming an alcoholic. That's all in such a contradiction to what he was before, which I feel was intended to ridicule it and to make people laugh. Yeah, I totally
0: can see that part of it. And maybe there was some comic element about it. But I also feel like... Thor's representation and this is something like not just about um like I actually felt that the movie was quite political in a lot of parts but that's for our next conversation <laughs> I guess um but for Thor's like sink into PTSD and depression and weight gain and alcoholism like it all goes hand in hand and so often it is not noticed by friends it's not noticed by her family and it's brushed off as somebody who, like, they they don't care. I I think that it was more a representation of, like, this is actually how people are treated when they are having these issues. Like, this is, like, people don't really give a shit, you know, when your friends are going through PTSD and gaining weight. Like, I'm I'm not saying, you know, everybody is like that. But society in general, they don't really want to know. So, like, Endgame was showing thor's like journey through ptsd and depression and having a real hard time with it but you know what he went out there and he did the things anyways right like he left his new asgard and he went back to the avengers home base and yeah he was having a hard time but he still went there that's probably the first time he's left that house in like five years and his friends needed him and he was like "Ugh!" and he went it was a struggle but he went And I think for me, what was maybe the most impactful was the fact that, okay, yeah, Thor is having issues. Yeah, Thor is fat,
1: but Thor still put on his fucking armor and he still went out there and he still fucking kicked ass. I hear what you're saying. And when you say it like that, I see it too, but I didn't see it in the movie at all. I didn't see it. That is all I saw. That is not at all. That's nothing I saw. All I saw was, yeah. I am a pretty big asshole, actually. <laughs> I mean, like, that the part that I was saying about, like,
0: this is how people actually look at these people, that's a an afterthought. But the part about him, like, putting on his armor, even while he was fat, even while he was going on stuff, like, had a lot of stuff going on and, like, was really not at his best and he still went out there and he fucking did it, I did think that. I was like, fuck, yeah, fat Thor in armor, go on, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fat Thor and armor, go on, man. <laughs> Hmm, it's, it's it's interesting how you can have two viewpoints at the same time that disagree with each other. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I still feel that the article of the Mary Sue is so true. But I also hear what you're saying and that's also true. I don't know. I feel they could have given him, even though he is a comedic character now, they could have given him more serious screen time. Like there were, besides the scene with his mother... I feel that there was not a lot of screen time where any of his friends, and they did see it, you know, where there was an open discussion about what's going on. I don't know. I feel they could have done a better job at resolving that mental health problem or transferring it better without it seeming the the joke of the party because he's fat and because he's a drunk fat even though you didn't see it, but I think like majority of the people saw it like that. Even I saw it like that. And I'm usually where I'm sometimes I'm sensitive to shit. And sometimes I'm very insensitive to shit. Apparently right now I'm very insensitive to shit and just found it funny at the time. Yeah. But I th- think
0: like, I, to- I totally agree that they could have and maybe should have like had that on screen discussion about it. But at the same time, what I, I like about the Marvel films is the underlying and sometimes
1: unsaid political issues that they address. I feel I need more what you mean because you already stated that it's political and now I want to know why. Okay. So one of the first scenes, um, it might have been where,
0: like right when it was the five years later Mm -hmm. and they were like having their, um, their meeting with Captain America leaving it and being, like, super depressed and, well, this is where we are now. How do we go on from here? The support group. I don't remember. Support group, that's the word. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember exactly what was said, but it was very – I felt like there was a very political statement in what he said in regards to how you really need to band together and move forward and (sighs) – I wish I could remember, like, verbatim what he said, right? Because I was like, wow, that was super, like, about the current politics in America right now, you know? Like, at the end when Sam is given the, sh- the Captain America shield and, and like, he's like, you're you're Captain America now, basically. And Sam's like, I don't think people are going to like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, obviously, Sam is black and now Sam is a black man as Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was kind of like one of those understated. Like it's not actually coming right out there and saying like why people aren't going to like it. It's just been put in there, and like there was just a lot of not outright said things. Like those two things, the the growth and the difference between like bad nebula and good nebula. Like yeah, okay, we saw it, but it like it was just kind of like an underlying thing as well, and the whole female party like she's not alone like there's another underlying like nod like i think a lot of just marvel does bring up a lot of big issues
1: but they're not necessarily in your face i i'm not sure if i 100 agree with you that they're not always in your face there is a small line where you need to on the one hand portray some things as totally normal and as if there is nothing to it and by not making this a big topic trying to normalize it as if it has been like that forever if you know what I mean so for example by just randomly including in the support group conversation that he this man is dating another man for example even though one could argue that I don't know it's a bit artificially whatever but by making it by throwing it in there as if that's not the big topic which is which it isn't I feel that just adds up to the things that you then start to see more in films that you be get used to because it becomes your normality, right? So those are th- those things where where you can throw in political statements like this without giving it a lot of attention because it doesn't because it always needing a lot of attention also creates a problem. Instead, you throw in different topics to, just like this so that they are normalized along the way, which I feel they do. Very well, often. And then there are other things where I feel like this hasn't been talked about forever. This has been shoved under the carpet forever. And at some point, this needs visible addressing because it has already always been so subtle in our society, in our reality. And we created it as normal and we perceived it as normal, which It isn't, and that's why this needs addressing in a more louder way. And I feel on the one hand where you say they add in a lot of subtle comments or subtle things without addressing them a lot. Yeah, but I feel that then on the other hand where they could have been louder, they're not at some times, not always, obviously. Because I feel that, for example, the, the female scene... It wasn't subtle, (laughs) so it it was it was fuck you all people. (laughs) So (laughs) that's true. Sorry, I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I feel that they did a great job with that one, considering that it was such a sausage fest fest up until that point. But I mean, there are so many characters. On the other hand, how you cannot always like. Look at how many fought in that end fight. So you can't address every single Avengers story in the three-hour movie. It was already three hours long. (laughs) That scene with the women, it was amazing. So I feel that they did a great job. But on the other hand, I feel, yeah, talking about the mental health PTSD issue, for me, they didn't resolve it much. Because they could have resolved it more by making it more visible that, he needs attention and not just the attention from his mother for 5 minutes who then in the end told him that he, told him that he should eat salad which i also laughed about <laughs> but yeah i
0: mean Okay, I I get why that's problematic, but at the same time, I kind of agree. It's like okay, if you are going through mental health problems, it's still important that you're eating a healthy, balanced diet because that's going to help you with your mental health problems.
1: Well, particularly with Fat Thor, so I feel it's a, a lot about how people did things with him and how they did it, not what he did. Even though it's like yes, he's he speaks incoherently because he's an alcoholic, he's depressed. That's that's all obvious things but by the people reacting differently to it they made it became more of a of the butt joke of the party mm. so by by her his mother adding that to the end or by they trying to persuade him with beer to do stuff or by him in general as a role ha ha ha, ha I'm running to get they have great wine here in Asgard ha ha ha, ha let's get that one i've or by the looks they gave him, I feel that's all, that wasn't, that it didn't look as if people were concerned for him, they were more annoyed with him, and that's why I feel they could have done a different job, even, they didn't even have to do stuff differently, because yeah, if you pull it out, what could have been different in that scenario, but I feel the tone they set in, on how they were uh, interacting with him, that, I feel, was based on making fun out of him and looking down on him at some point. I mean, like, I I, I, I
0: totally see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe just best if we say maybe that there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah. And they definitely could have addressed it better, but they addressed it in a more comedic way, for better or for worse. Um, for real or for fake, or you know, yeah. Um, Again, and maybe love we just movie. leave leave it at that because, because it, it, like I say, he still put on
1: his his armor and he still went out there. At one time, I just thought, even though he's fat, he's just as fast as Captain America.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but speaking of Captain America being able to wield Thor's hammer, how amazing was that?
1: It really confused me, though. It did confuse me, and Thor's reaction confused me very much. Because, again, in Avengers, I think, Age of Ultron, um, they all try to lift a hammer, and nobody can. And it just wobbles a bit when Captain America tries to lift it. Just a tiny bit, almost unnoticed. But you see that Thor notices it, and mm-hmm. he gets really nervous. Okay, and now, fast forward to Avengers Endgame. Suddenly, all of, out of the blue, so first of all, Thor gets his hammer back, which gives him the super, super confidence boost at the moment, where he says, I'm still worthy, right? Yeah, that was nice. And then, they go into that fight scene, and suddenly, Captain America has the hammer. And Thor was super excited about it, so I'm like, first of all, why can't he lift the hammer now? Second of all, why did Thor say, I knew it? And why was he excited about it when he was actually really nervous about it? And by making Captain America able to lift the hammer, I feel it took away a bit of Thor's worthiness again. I don't think it
0: took away any of Thor's worthiness, but it did elevate Captain America. It elevated Captain America's worthiness and... For an explanation of why he couldn't lift it four movies ago and now he can. A lot of shit has happened. A lot of growth has happened. And now he is worthy. He's out there doing things for the right reason. And Thor's but, had a lot of growth as well.
1: But for Captain America, I feel he never really... He's... The, the, the general joke of everything with him is that he's always super optimistic, so that I feel didn't change at all through the entire movies. He's still the super optimistic dude, so I don't see where there was a lot of change in that. Obviously, life happened and shit happened and that makes you deal with hardships, but I feel he still he still dealt with his hardships like he did when he started out as Captain America. And I feel that he's always often disregarded by everyone because all he has is his shield. Mm. So I would have probably enjoyed it because he's, like, after watching most of the Marvel movies in a row, he's pretty fucking badass as he is in general. Mm -hmm. And I feel he didn't even need Thor's hammer to prove that. Because I feel often and again he's he's the one with the shield, he's not even a proper superhero all he has is blah 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 that's nah he's pretty awesome, so he he's pretty did, great. He didn't even need that shield. uh he didn't even need that hammer, I mean so it was like a small confirmation that well yeah, you just had the shield, but at least now you can lift the hammer, but really that's really neat picking. I really love the movie. <laughs> It often sounds as if I hate everything, which I don't. I really think it was perfect. But when I... am pretty sure that you were just like, nah,
0: (sighs) actually, this movie was a bag of shit.
1: No! (laughs) (laughs) Man, people misunderstand me all the time. No, I I have to say, like, I
0: genuinely loved this film, like, start to finish. Um, Yeah. Tom, Tom would argue that... Uh, he he actually thought that Infinity War was was the better film story wise, but I I don't know. I think I was I I, I might like Endgame more, hmm. Hmm. but it's hard to say. Maybe I need to go back and watch Infinity War again, and then watch Endgame again.
1: Well, what a hardship in life! <laughs> I
0: know it's so hard done by, Really,
1: I don't know. I feel obviously what. Infinity War was was one story, one more coherent story mm. whereas this had a really big job to do. Like this movie had to tie so many knots. In that regard, I think they did a pretty great job because again, they had to tie so many knots for so many different characters for so many different storylines and and Some got bigger cameos than others, but how you cannot give everyone the same cameo. So, and considering that that was such a big job that they had to do, I feel that's really you can't really compare the two properly because Mm. the one was leading up to the end of everything, and the last one had to had the whole different job.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree. They were films doing totally different things, Mm. so it's hard. You're right; it is hard to compare. But I, but I think like... that there's something that we really need to talk about more than just in passing.
1: Yeah. The scene with all the women. That was the best scene. Jesus I, Christ.
0: Fuck. I, like,
1: Oost was bumps. so emotional
0: I couldn't even cry. <laughs> like, it was, like, all built up inside of me, and I, I just, I've never felt prouder to be a woman than during that scene. And I was like, it is about time that Yeah. Like girls have somebody, something to look up to like that in such an epic
1: way. I feel with that they did a really good job. Again, sausage fist, but again, most of them with Thanos and blah blah blah. But giving the stage like this was really epic. Yeah. So and also that Thanos head but head butted Captain Marvel and she just she just didn't even care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like that. That was cool. But just in general, I, I, I fell in love with Valkyrie and Pegasus. I like her mm-hmm. horse, so pretty, so cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I've loved Valkyrie as a character since was it Ragnarok we were yeah. introduced her? And I was just she is so badass. And I have to say, like after seeing them in this in the film next to each other, 100 percent shipping Captain Marvel and Valkyrie. One hundred percent. Yeah, And actually, I saw, um, I didn't read it, but I saw that there was an article or a statement made by Brie Larson um, that Marvel should be upping the LGBT plus representation in their films.
1: I read an article that Valkyrie, at least in, in, or the actress of Valkyrie, they insisted, or she insisted that uh, Valkyrie is at least bi or something. Hmm. So, so that was really important. They had a scene where a woman came out of her room, but they cut that one out. so I know, which is sad, but, yeah, yeah, I was sitting there in the movie as well being all like <sighs> proud and all almost like not as hardcore as in Captain Marvel with a scene where she's got up again, but mm-hmm. but pretty, pretty, pretty damn close to that. The only issue, <laughs> if I want to see one, And obviously I want to pick them. You're all about the issues, Monica. She actually
0: hated this film.
1: I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. But a 16-year-old little Spider-Man, you know, could get around with that Thanos hand without backup. And then 20 women need to back each other up, you know? But that's me being really I mean, I didn't
0: really feel like that. Like, Spider-Man was off doing his thing... Flinging
1: the glove around, and I mean, he he kind of got owned. And then, like, I do like Tom Holland again. My next MVP, yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's the cutest. Um, but I think it was just more a statement of like, we don't
0: women need... aren't alone. Like, we don't yeah. actually like we don't need you, Spider Man. No, no, <laughs> um, no. But it's just like women aren't alone. Women build each other up. Women yeah. support each other. Yeah. Women like we're not gonna send. A woman off to battle on her own, like they did to you, little boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like your message more than what I saw there, maybe in the very, very deep in between the lines. Yeah. I take away what I said. Let's keep your <laughs> let's keep your statement. That's way nicer than my depressing pessimistic life view. <laughs> oh, you and your pessimism. Yeah. But it's interesting. I feel that's why I like our podcast so much. Because even though we very often agree we don't always and I still get different points of views.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that.
0: Yeah, I like it too. I mean, it's pretty good
1: that we like it because this is our podcast. so We can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? So, two things, maybe. How sad is Iron Man's death? I cried. I did cry too. Even though I wasn't surprised. No. Because people already kept talking about how Iron Man's gonna die. Not in that movie, but for years now, because Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do more Iron Man movies. Or so I heard. Whatever. Mm. Um, Probably stupid rumors. But I don't know that that, that he th- he then basically Thanos, all the evil guys. That was interesting. Mhm. I was wondering if that the glove can be that intentional, but apparently can. I guess it all comes down to your thoughts. Mhm. But then I have a really big question. Okay. I'm so confused about the timeline. Oh, don't. I think that that's like an entirely different
0: episode because the more I think about it, the more confused it I get about it. Right? Because, okay, this is the biggest thing for me, okay? Everything else, there's so many things that I'm like, but how would this work? And what about this? And how would... But this is the thing that I just started thinking about just as we started recording this show. Okay, so (laughs) Thanos came to the future and died. So Thanos doesn't actually exist on the old timeline anymore, meaning that none of this would
1: happen. Yeah, but they did say... What did the... the... What's her face? The Elder Time Lord whatever yeah i totally get that she's saying like
0: if you go back in time you're starting a new timeline kind of like and there's all these like convergent timelines but he has left his timeline and come to the
1: future so there's like but that could only happen because he already lived so long doesn't make sense
0: because now he's left his timeline so that thanos
1: is gone so how can the thanos that was there still carry on doing what he was doing that's valid for so many things because basically everything else couldn't have happened because they took all the Infinity Stones and what happened to Loki? Is he still alive now? Is he dead? And is Gamora now alive or dead? Did is she just not part of the Guardians because but but because she wasn't at the funeral? But where is she now? Well,
0: obviously Guardians Three is going to be a party to go and look for Gamora.
1: Maybe. That's a good part. And I really hope it's us, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Definitely. Because I'm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still well, they've, feel... they
0: totally set that up because
1: Thor has gone off with them now, so... you f- I I totally, 100% uh, told that. Uh, like, I'm a medium. I foretold that.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I I think in terms of the time travel... If you really nitpick it, it's not going to make sense. Because it, it doesn't make sense, to, at least to me. I There's a lot of this movie that I'm like, yeah, it was awesome. But the time travel, I'm like, okay, so it's not like it is in Back to the Future. That's fine. It's not like if you go back in time and change something, then the future's changed. But if you actually physically take somebody out and they never return, how
1: can they carry on the timeline? Well, then the, qu- the question... I don't know. They did say that the time travel as we know it is not valid. So, the time travel as displayed in every time traveling movie, because they made that really, that was a nice joke that they did there. I uh, laughed
0: really hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, that's all bullshit, according to the Marvel Universe. I feel that it might only work because I also wrap my head around this because it's a loop in a specific time zone in an already existing timeline it only got to the point because there was already a Thanos further down the line in the timeline who then snapped and Thanosed everyone and then because they took the infinity stones and took and he came out of that i don't know man should we invite the quantum physicists to tell us if that's possible
0: yes if you or someone you know deals with time travel please get in touch because we here at geek herring are desperate to understand how this works
1: yes you can also uh, talk to us yesterday you know <laughs> it's no problem <laughs> to do time yes. traveling anytime between october 2018 and now is fine 100 <laughs> percent. then when it comes time for us
0: to record this episode again we'll have the answers yes that would be awesome
1: or which is not actually true because we can't change what's happened. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> but I'm did you one other question. Did you know, know who that guy the boy was at the funeral? Yes. Did you? No, I had no idea. I was so Did confused. you look it up? Yeah, of course I did. Like today. you know who it is, yeah. I know it now. So, yeah. Did you was...
0: recognize him? No, Tom told me. Did he recognize him? Um, I Must don't have. actually. I don't know if he recognized him if he read an article, but it was like really soon after. But yeah, so for those who don't know, the child, the young young man, child, teenager that was kind of unknown at Tony Stark's funeral was actually the little boy from was Iron Man Two, three three Two? yeah, where he like crash lands in his his garage basically, and yeah, it was like his first kind of father figure or yeah. like child child father son relationship. So it was like really nice that he's kept in touch with him in some fashion over the years.
1: I really enjoyed that as well. It Was so cute. Now and after I, after I knew it I was like, did he have a secret son or something that I don't know about? <laughs> That's a, that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And so cute he has a baby girl. We mm-hmm. have we haven't talked about this.
0: Love you 3000.
1: Ah. German mm-hmm. f- movies are so annoying. I can't participate in most of the jokes, which that one wasn't that different, but a lot of other things I don't get the memes for. Mm. Like You just need to watch them in English, Monica. Yeah, I want to, but then I'm limited time-wise, and I can't wait for I don't know when to watch the movie. Mm. I had to squeeze it in on the Sunday, because this week... I C- couldn't have gone as well, and I was sick before, so that was all really pathetic and sad. <sighs> yeah. 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 So, even though we touched on so many, or I seemed to down talk that movie so much, it was amazing.
0: Yeah, I definitely loved Endgame, and I thought that it was a pretty great conclusion to the yeah. Avengers story.
1: Definitely. i um, No. I'm not going into my mind fucks again.
0: No. Probably best to to stop telling everyone how much you hated this film, Monica.
1: <sighs> no, that was just a timeline <laughs> issue that I have. But I think we might have to just, well, deal with the fact that we can't solve that problem. Not until we get that quantum physicist. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for getting in touch with us.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, um, Monica, do you have any final thoughts about Endgame? Watch it, love it, adore it. And let's see us in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, and also Spider-Man Homecoming. And Spider-Man Homecoming. Man, Tom Holland. I'm going to watch him dance Rihanna again. Same. Same. Okay, well, listeners, as always, thank you so much
0: for joining us on this episode of Geek Herring. And if you want more Geek Herring... Come and join us on our Discord. You can find it at www.geekharing.com forward slash Discord, and we'll put that in the show notes.
1: Thanks for listening for that long. You're awesome. It
0: wasn't, it wasn't that long. No, It wasn't that long. But you are awesome. Yes. <laughs> See you on the other side. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geekaring and over on geekharing.com.
1: This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at DragonPoweredStudio.com.